Hi there and welcome to the glass room. Happy Sunday. I hope you've had a great week, oh, a great weekend and you're looking forward to a great week. So we are going to just continue with the series and for those of you who haven't listened to the last episode, I would recommend that you listen to it. So the ones is a series about the body of Christ, the people who are in the body of Christ, people who call themselves Christians and it's kind of a wake-up call um, to those who are just doing interesting things in the body of Christ right like this is just a wake-up call to everybody and and that includes myself it is not a call to judgment or a call to 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 trying to criticize anybody it is just something that I believe that God has placed in my heart to share with with us um so yeah, so we're going to start with, so today's episode rather is going to be about the deceived one. And it's a very interesting episode. Um, and I think the major or the central theme for this particular episode is unholiness. It's it's very interesting because a lot of people don't like to hear that word holiness. Like there's just something about holiness that makes people uncomfortable. But as a Christian, it is really, really important. And sometimes we say, you know, when we think about holiness, we're like, oh my goodness, like it's unattainable. Surely nobody can be holy, you know. Um, Nobody can be holy by their own power, but by the Holy Spirit, we can become holy. I'm just going to read a a verse from a verse in the Bible, and it is from 2 Peter 1 verse 3 to 4 and I'm just going to use the message bible just so that it kind of is all relatable to everybody right so it says everything that goes into a life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us to God the best invitation we ever received We were also given absolutely terrific promises to pass on to you, your tickets to participation in the life of God after you turned your back on a world corrupted by lust. I'm going to stop there and try and read this from the NIV. And it says, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through this, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them, you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. So what's what's today's takeaway? Everyone has within them the power of God, which can help them become holy i'd really advise you to read more on that chapter um i believe it's going to bless your life because it's just really eye-opening it helps you to realize that the power of god is greater than anything else including the corruption that is in the world including any desires or any failures or any weaknesses or anything that kind of stops you know that that brings us short of the calling of christ so i hope you enjoyed today's episode um please don't forget to reach out and subscribe um i'm really looking forward to hearing from people and just wanting to interact more with everyone have a beautiful new week and god bless bye bye
the deceived one. I woke up this morning feeling all shades of tired. I was almost late for church. But I managed to show up right on time for workers' prayers. We normally have a prayer meeting for all the church workers before the actual main meeting commences. The idea is to commit the service before God and ask him to move mightily. I serve in church as an usher, which is part of the hospitality department. So basically, I welcome and greet congregants at the door. I literally keep my eye on everyone and do anything that needs to be done. Throughout the main meeting this morning, I could barely keep my eyes open. I kept having to stifle several yawns. It wasn't because I was bored. It was because I was exhausted. I only managed to grab like three hours of sleep this morning. So I went clubbing with my friends last night and it was turned up. (laughs) See, one thing about me is, I sure know how to have fun. Last night, my friends and I went to this new club called Calypso. The music was mad. The DJ was on fire. He kept giving us hits back to back. Man! Afrobeat, rock, in fact, any genre you can think of, he gave it to us. The drinks were decent. The overall vibe for me was a 10. I see, I never give a club a 10, except they truly deserve it. And Calypso deserved it. They had some like kinky, is it blesque show? The girls were mad flexible. And they gave us some crazy, crazy moves. <laughs> After we left, we got some food and went to Shadows. So Shadows is a regular joint for us. We drank and danced as usual and we left for home by 5am-ish. In fact, it was a night well spent. If I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. Waking up at 5am-ish this morning was hard, but a girl got to go to church. After church, I met up with my boyfriend Jude and the fun continued if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. <laughs> Jude serves in church like me, but he's pretty cool, you know, and he knows how to have fun. See, when it's time to be a church boy, he's a church boy. And when it's time to have fun, he knows how to have fun. There's got to be a balance. All work and no play makes Jude a doll boy, you know? (laughs) Today, our pastor preached on holiness and how we all have to be holy as God is and without holiness no one can see God. Bruv, let's be honest, nobody can be holy. Even the Bible says no one is holy like God. And there's no one that is righteous, not even one. See, I have another verse for you. Our righteousness is like a filthy rag. See, I rest my case. God has given us grace since we have been saved in Christ. We, we were all sin, you know. God God knows this already and that's why he forgives us our sins. Some people would question if it's right for a Christian to go clubbing or be intimate before marriage or smoke weed or use swear words. The truth is no one is perfect and God looks at our hearts more than anything else, right? I know I sin sometimes but God forgives me and answers my prayers. See, it's all about your heart condition. That's what I believe. I fast 
I pray, I serve in church, you know, from time to time, yes, I sin, but God knows I love him and, you know, he understands. See, Jude and I will eventually get married, right? So being intimate before marriage shouldn't really be a problem. Besides, how would you even know whether you're truly compatible with someone if you don't test these things out before marriage? How would you know? Marriage is meant to be a lifetime commitment, so you really don't want to be stuck with someone who doesn't want, who doesn't know what they're doing in that department, if you get my drift. <laughs> Besides, we both serve in church. We both love God deeply. And I don't think it matters if we sin. God will forgive us. He's faithful. I mean, he knows our flesh is weak. But, but, hear me out. We have a willing heart and we have a willing spirit deep down inside of us. Surely that should count for something. And there's something that I strongly, strongly believe in. And it is the fact that I am being my true self. I seriously cannot stand those holier than thou people. Holy, 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 holy. I can't stand them. I had a friend who was one of them. She tried to tell me, oh, I don't think God approves of you using swear words. I was like, please, assistant Jesus, don't try to judge me. I gave her some space after that and I stopped being close friends with her. I honestly can't be friends with people like that. The um, holy in your face kind, but no one actually knows what they do in private. I believe I have to enjoy my life and really experience what life has to offer. After all, no one knows when death will come, so I'm going to have fun till then. So, YOLO! <laughs> na, 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 na.